it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Podcast episode three uh, with myself, Gary, and Ant. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks very much. Yeah, spot on, mate. Spot on. Um, right, so episode three. Going to have a, a brief roundup of the, the Jan transfer window. Um, just kind of the, the dealings, the wheelings and the dealings and stuff, and like who's done all right in the in this window and who kind of has made a few confusing uh, transfers. How, do you, how does that sound to you, mate? Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Looking forward to it. Interesting fact for you as well. Uh, it's the quietest transfer window in nine years. Premier League teams uh, have spent more, no more than Liverpool spent on Virgil Van Dijk. Mm, it's it's COVID, isn't it? It's because that nobody's got any fans coming in. They've got they're not generating any revenue, so they're basically just relying on on whatever money that they've managed to scrimp and save. I mean, I'm not surprised in the slightest that it was the quietest one. Um, I felt a bit sorry for all of the, the news outlets having to, you know, do, obviously Sky Sports do, you know, they do a massive transfer deadline day and it was, I think the biggest signing was possibly Josh Madgett to Fulham or something like that. It was really weird. Like, oh, we're hoping we're hoping to get a couple of deals over the line. Um, oh, we're not sure. Josh King's gone to Everton or something like that. It was Normally, there's a big one, isn't there? There's normally a huge signing, but it, it, it's obviously COVID-related because, you know, none of the none of the big sides, none of any sides are getting any revenue in. So I think it'll be harder for... It's going to be harder for the bottom three in the Premier League to survive i think you know because they're not going to be able to rely on any real signings you know i know west brom made five <laughs> great signings i don't think so it'll be um it'll be interesting but i think it'll probably you know, kind of kill off the bottom three and for me i think they're probably dead and buried to be honest unless a great change of form comes around you know so 
Sheffield United have shown signs of improvement, but um, that's it, really. Yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. Um, but one of the first teams I wanted to just have a, like a, a bit of a chat with you about is uh, Arsenal's business this mm-hmm. window. So obviously, from their end, the big outgoing, Mesut Ozil, Fenerbahce. Um, that's I'm going to say it's 350k off the wage budget, but I don't think that's the case. I think Arsenal for years to come are probably going to still be paying a contribution to that wage. I don't, I don't yeah. imagine he's took a pay cut to go to Fenerbahce. But apparently, I mean, if you believe everything you read, that him and Socrates, who's also gone, there were um, bad influences on the team, so to speak. Um, but it's all hearsay. Ozil's moved on. Socrates has moved on. They've also brought in Matt Ryan on loan and uh, the Wonder Kid, the uh, Martin Odegaard. Um, how do you, how do you what how do you think their business has gone down? I, th- I think Odegaard would be a very interesting sign, and I'm looking forward to seeing him play because obviously he was uh, very highly rated when Real Madrid spent a lot of money for him when he was about ten, um, and he hasn't quite done it as he? he's been out on loan a couple of times for for Real and not quite hit the heights that he was he was kind of being hoped. Well, it's a weird so, one for Odegaard because like he's been sent on loan. He was meant to be on a two year loan to Solskjaer. They pulled him back and then they sent him out on loan again. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's a great, it's a no lose really for him. Yeah, um, you know, he's going to come and you know get used to English football. Um, it's going to take a while for him, especially when he's so young. Um, on Mesut Ozil, I mean, it was coming, wasn't it? I mean, he was, he was, he's never been really under Arteta. He's barely played this season. I don't think he has played at all this season, to be honest. But he hasn't played many. If he hasn't. You know, getting left out the Europe squad. The right was on the wall, but I mean, I mean, for him, Fenerbahce is a great club to go to. He'll be loved. He'll be automatically the biggest name in Turkish football. Um, so you know, it'll, it'll go down well. But if I was an Arsenal fan and you've got rid of Mesut Özil, who's you know, it's got the ability to change a game in in an instant, and they've signed an unproven kid. You kind of thinking. Well, it's probably the Arsenal way, I suppose, but you kind of think they need probably keep all the balls up for another six months, really. But you know, hopefully, I mean, I like I say, I hope Odegaard does well um, at Arsenal because it's big for him. So I think it'll be a great, it'll be an interesting sign, and I think to say the least. I think Odegaard, I think he'll do well. I think he's going to fit in with their philosophy at the moment. Obviously, with the kids like Saka, Martinelli, Emil Smith Rowe, I think he's really going to fit in there. Um, and you know, I think it's a it's a win win deal for everyone. Like they've got a young up and coming Arsenal. Wozels went to Fenerbahce. I don't think I think the last time the Turkish league had a signing which stood out was Wesley Snyder at Galatasaray. Mm. I mean, I might be wrong there. I'm sure anyone who follows the Turkish league will probably tell me that I am, but. Uh, that's that's another story for another Jeremy day. Lens. <laughs> Jeremy Lens. Jeremy Lens, yeah. You know what? Jeremy Lens. Yeah, Jeremy big, Lens. Big Legend. Not. Um, uh, I think, you know, from an Arsenal fan's point of view as well, though, you, you're kind of looking at, like, Odegaard coming in, he's kind of the same player as Emil Smith-Rowe, who's been doing very well in that position. So yeah. are they going to be maybe stopping uh, an Arsenal kid's development who's going to be at Arsenal for many years? For a lad who I highly doubt Arsenal will sign him at the end of the season because it'd be for Real Madrid to to try and you know turn into one of the world's best players if if he's got that ability. So, you know, I think if you're an Arsenal fan looking at replacing Noza with a kid on loan when you've already got someone who's doing that job, kind of they kind of didn't really need him, mate. 
like they probably Arsenal's always been crying out for defenders. You know, they've never had ever since you know the you know the days of Tony Adams and Nigel Winterbourne. You know, they were, they were superb, and then ever since like then they've never had a, a decent defence other than being like really poor. And um, there was probably defenders out there to be had, um, but you know they've, they've stuck with David Luiz, who's to be honest a liability. Um, you know, and it's it's strange that they've never wanted to improve on the defense. It's yeah. I always find that strange. But I that agree with that. They've got rid of Mustafi yeah. as well. So yeah, Mustafi. Yeah, who they, I think he was one. I think they was he a transfer deadline. He was going to be going somewhere on a free, wasn't he? But I don't think it went through. Um, but they've just never seemed to. It's been gaping for them for round about what five, six, seven years. It's been gaping that they need to improve the defense, and they've never done it. It's very strange. Oh, 100%. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how they do come the end of the season. Uh, next point that I just want to uh, go on to is, is uh, Fikayo Tomori to AC Milan on loan. Uh, mm. English defender, capped once by England. Doesn't really, well, hasn't really fit in with Chelsea's plans. So he's been sent out on loan. What's your thoughts on that one? Will it be a good move I'm for him, do you think? I'm, I'm surprised he's gone... So early into Tuchel's career, I'm not overly certain Tuchel had a see in it. I think that deal was obviously in the pipeline um, long before Tuchel came in. I think he went when Lampard was in charge. Pardon? I think he went when Lampard was in charge, if I remember correctly. Uh, So for him, obviously going into a going from you know a big club to another big club is is fantastic, and hopefully he gets the game time. I quite like him actually. um, Tomorrow, I think he's a good player. I, I would have him in me. In me uh, defence ahead of Thiago Silva for for one, uh, I would probably say ahead of Kurt Zuma. Although Zuma's had a good season, I'm, I, he's always got a mistake in him. But yeah, as long as he goes, gets out there, develops. Um, surprised a British team weren't after him. Surprised, you know, some lower league um, Premier League side didn't take a chance on him. You know, someone like Newcastle maybe yeah. could have um, seen him as a as a. Um, long-term target but you know best luck to him as well yeah, fair enough uh and the one that kind of came out the woodwork and i'm going to touch on a couple of the uh this this team signings as well is um yannick balassi on loan at Burra from everton mm. in my yeah, honest opinion i think that's a good signing fantastic signing for Burra. if i mean he's had such a bad luck with injuries hasn't he balassi um yeah and i've been been out for two years before he started playing again, he's obviously, you know, he's, he's not going to get into the an, an evident side that's flying at the moment, especially ahead of you know Hammers, Rodriguez, Ricarlison, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. You know, they're their forward line. He's not going to get anywhere near there at the minute. So, um, for Berra, perfect coach to go and be on loan under Neil Warnock. Absolutely fantastic coach. Um, he'll do well there as well. You know, Berra are fighting for the playoffs in the championship. You know, they've got they've got a good side as well. Um, Again, maybe Burrow, I'd be, I'd be a bit disappointed if I was Lewis Wing, who's, I think, an excellent player, local lad as well. Um, I think he's an excellent player. He's going to be probably out on his out on his ear, I think, a little bit. Um, but, you know, for Balassi himself, a, a, great, a great move. A great move to a great, I'm not going to say a great club, but, you know, a, a good manager there who's who will develop him well. So it'll, it'll only be good news, that one. And hopefully... He can get himself fit because he's a good player, Yannick Palassi, and um, he'll do um, he'll do well. Deserves a bit of luck for a change. So, what do you think of Josh King at Everton? I mean, in my honest opinion, I think that's a very confusing signing. They've only signed him till the end of the season. Like, I think mm. it's a really confusing signing. Yeah, but they needed 
they needed a um, cover for Calvert-Lewin. If Calvert-Lewin gets injured, they haven't got anybody because they let Czech Tosson go out on loan, didn't they? Um, and, you know, if Calvert-Lewin... He's, he's obviously his goals have dried up recently. I know he got one at the weekend, but his goals have dried up recently. He start the season on fire, but I think um, I think that's actually quite a clever signing. I, I, I'm a bit surprised it's only until the end of the season, but I think it's quite a clever signing for uh, for Everton's Josh King on his day is a very very good Premier League footballer. Um, again, another one who's been injured for a little while this season for Bournemouth, um, but. You know, I think I think it's quite a clever sign. It was quite astute from Carlo Ancelotti to to get him in. I think that's a, I think it'll turn out to be one of the, one of the better transfer deadline day signings I've done. Well, that'll I think we've got a conflict in opinions with that one because I find yeah. it confusing because he's not a goal scorer as such. He he doesn't really set like set the world on fire when it comes to scoring his goals. He is a very technical player, but if Calvert Lewin gets injured, yeah, they've got Ricardson who can come in and get goals. Um, but if it's Josh King on his own up front, uh, uh, is the reliance going to be on the goals coming from the wing players or James Rodriguez? Like, I find it a bit confusing, but I do think, like yourself, I do think he's a good player. I just find it a confusing transfer. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you mean, but if you're if you're a size like Everton who have chosen to let you know Tosin go out on loan, and you're looking at, at you know a Championship, right? It's not right. You know, championship striker, but he's played his trade in the Premier League for the best part of five years. It's it's a it's a, quite a clever signing, I think. You know, I I think he will do well. I think it'll be it'll end up. I think we'll be quite surprised with that one. I get what you mean about he's not an out and out goal scorer, but he has tipped in with a few goals. You know, for Bournemouth, he's he's all and he always scores in big games as well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a few goals from them. I, th- I really do. I think it's probably one of the most one of the most clever signings of, of of obviously a window where you can't spend too much money. You know, I think it's yeah, I think it's quite a decent one. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with it. We'll see what happens. We'll agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree on that one, uh, but we'll see what happens. Next team I'm going to touch on is I'm going to touch on all the points at the same time. Um, it's going to be Liverpool. So they've sent out Minamino on loan. They've brought in mm-hmm. Ben Davies from Preston. They've sent Van den Berg there as part of that deal, and they've brought in Ozan Kabak from Schalke. On loan, mm-hmm. initially on loan anyway. So they brought in two defenders. Seems a bit like panic buys. And they've sent out the winger Minamino on loan because he's just not getting the game time. What do you reckon of their uh, business? Yeah. Well, uh, the Minamino one's because he's shite. <laughs> <I think> that's, <laughs> that's quite uh, quite an easy one for that one. He's not impressed me at all for Liverpool. Um, I think he was just bought to sell, sell strips in Japan. That was my own... My only basis of I'm not sure where he was going to fit in at all. Where they've got Sané, Salah, you know Jota. Um, I know Jota was signed afterwards, but you know Shakiri, who for me are all better than him. Um, the two defenders that had to sign defenders, you know, the, they've got three three of their centre halves now out for the season. They had to go and sign somebody there because they can't keep on playing for being your own Jordan Henderson at centre half because. You can see in Liverpool's most recent form, they are missing Henderson in the midfield and they're missing Fabinho in the midfield. You know, they're losing that steel in the midfield. And Henderson especially, I mean, I can go on about John Henderson until the cars come on, you know, but, you know, he's, for me, is Liverpool's most important player and having to play him out of position, in a position where you can tell he's not comfortable in. 
Um, he's done well there, but they had to go and sign someone in defence. Um, Kabak, I think, is a good. I think Kabak's actually quite a good signing because he's in a very, very bad shelter side, um, and he's done relatively moment, well. Adam? I think Schalke are a bottom of the league at the moment. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely awful, mate. They're, they're dreadful. But I think he has... I've watched a couple of times this season. I think he has done relatively well. Um, I think he'll do well. Liverpool is a ball-playing defender, so they'll they'll enjoy... I think they'll enjoy him being there. Ben Davis, I've seen a couple of times for Preston, not really been that impressed with him. But, I mean, it's a great move for him. You know, fantastic move for him going to the league champions. You know, Champions League winners, one of the best one of the best clubs in the world that he will enjoy it but you ask me next season where he's going to be playing I, I can imagine he'll probably be back at the championship side on loan so it's it's basically a stopgap isn't it uh, probably both of them are stopgaps to be honest until yeah. Van Dijk and Gomez are, are, are fit but you know um, they had to sign some defenders you know otherwise their season would have petered out it's in danger of petering out anywhere but um, they'll probably be more solid now with them two coming in what you reckon imagine a Fulham you know what I mean? Obviously, we're Sunderland fans. I mean, I'm obviously on a Sunderland podcast, and I wish Josh Madger all the best. You know, I really, really hope he he gets a few goals for them. Um, do I think he will? Probably not, because I don't think he's ready for Premier League yet. Um, he hasn't appeared many times for Bordeaux this season, um, so it's it's a good. It's, you know, you know what? He, he was at Fulham originally before Sunderland signed him, so it's basically it's him going home. So. He'll enjoy being back in England. He enjoy probably being back in London. Yeah, I hope. I hope for a few reasons it's successful. I hope for him it's successful. I hope Fulham it's successful. It's quite like Fulham as a football club, and I hope for some London really it's successful because we'll be due a fair, fair, fair bit of that transfer fee, which I think is ten million. So. You know, for us being a, obviously Sunderland have to become a standing club now, being in League One, develop youth for them to go out and you know hopefully get money for them. I think it'll end up being quite good, but um, hmm, it's a strange one. It's a strange one for Fulham. You know, they need him to hit the ground running because um, what's his bloody name, Gary, the Turkish striker? They used to be from Mad Mitrovic. Oh, the Serb, Serbian. I thought you were thinking about yeah. the Turkish striker. Uh, no, nah, I'm Serb. wrong. You might have to edit that bit out. Now you don't edit it, but that was dreadful. <laughs> um, so for, for Mitrovic, he hasn't done it this season and imagine he's at the ground running. So um be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, nice to see and another young English lad coming back. So it'll be good. It'll be great for him. For, for Mitrovic, he hasn't done it this season and imagine he's at the ground running. So um be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, nice to see and another young English lad coming back. So it'll be good. It'll be great for him. Fingers crossed, he does really well. All right. Um, what What do you know about uh, William Jose Wolves on loan? I thought that was quite a surprising one. I remember talking in the lads chat, and I didn't even realise he signed for them. Um, what What do you think of him? See much of him? Do you know much about him? Well, they needed to replace Jimenez, didn't they? Because Jimenez is out for the season. So anything they can get that can improve their attacking um, prowess because, I mean, they have not been the same since Jimenez got injured. Um, and I like Wolves as well. Wolves are a good side. But they haven't. They needed someone to come in because they were stuck with Fabio Silva, who is only a kid. So uh, He's not ready. Yeah, interesting. Him. No, no. Interesting signing again. Yeah, fingers crossed for them. It, it improves them. Uh, I mean, William Jose was linked with a lot of massive clubs, Barcelona, mm. not so long ago. Uh, I think 
uh, the opted for Martin Braithwaite, uh, the former Borough lad, <laughs> instead of William Jose. That's but uh, such such a such a strange sign weird, that it'll always will weird be. transfer. But you know, William Jose, like Solskjaer came out today and said the hopeful the transfer gets made permanent, um, which I think is a strange one, but be a good signing for Wolves. I think him and Jimenez, if they decide to go with two up front, would be would be good long term. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, next, going to move on to who I think's done some quite good business, to be honest. West Brom. Maitland Niles in. They brought in OK Yakulasu from Celta on loan. Um, very complimentary in regards to the Turkish lad because uh, he went down the routes of. Um, he, he always looks for that kind of holding midfield. He did it at Palace with Mihailovic and Kirchhoff at Sunderland. Um, yeah, he kind of stumbled upon that one, though, didn't he? <laughs> if, it, if, it, if it works for him, it works for him. Maitland yeah. Niles, I think he's got a lot of potential. Um, I think West Brom's done some good business there, in my I opinion. I do, though. Again, they're, they're a side who had to. Um, you know, Sam's gone there and he won one game in 10. I think, I think long term, West Brom will be really like regretting selling village because I've been I thought that was a pathetic selling to be honest I don't know what they're expecting um you know especially in like we've, we've touched on before you know COVID being such a huge factor in not being able to sign players as, as who you'd want to sign and then it was after I mean, the drill with City 1-1 you know they're the last team to take points off City in, in the sack them it was craziness it was absolutely craziness um, but on them signing I mean Maitland-Niles is a great sign you know he could have gone to you know higher teams than that but he wants to play midfield doesn't he so he'll play every game for them as long as he's fit good signing they've signed a striker um, hopefully he'll hit the ground running um, I, I hope Sam keeps him up because obviously again going down the Sunderland route I love Sam Allardyce but I can't see it going I think they'll go down I think this is I think he's took the impossible job that he can't actually make possible in my honest opinion here like... he'll end up resigning in April or something like that you know but but the thing is he's you know will they stack him because he's on he's on a terrible run like I say he's only won one game in 10 they drew against Fulham on Saturday gone yeah. and then they lost on Tuesday night and they need to start winning games. You need to start winning games massively now. You need to go on a run now. Um, he did it with us, like, obviously we had a terrible January and then he uh, turned it around in February, March when we were we were fantastic. So, But he needs to do it, he needs to do it quickly. And I don't think them players were as good as what he's brought in in the past, which will probably hinder him a little bit. Yeah, well, he sent Raheem Harper out on loan to a team in the Championship. I can't remember which team, but um, Slavin Bilic had it, was a big fan of his. Um, and he, I think, mm. I'm think i pretty sure he's a young lad, has a bit of ability, um, but I could be wrong on that one. So I thought that was quite surprising, but obviously he mustn't just fit his long-term plan. Um, I think what he needs is he needs experienced players and who can do a job. Um, yeah. But... They signed Robert Snodgrass as well, didn't they? In he, he loves a bit of Robert that's Snodgrass, a though, doesn't he? Superb signing. Well, that's a great signing for West Brom. That you know, a great professional footballer. You know, just, uh, steady away. But what a, what a sign that is for nothing. That's a great signing. No, he's not going to set the world on fire, but he, he always no, makes no. a difference in every team he plays in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, he's steady away. He's steady seven out of ten every week. So it'll be that'll be a good signing for them, but the. Like I say, they need to start winning. They start winning quickly, so it'll be um, be an interesting one for that one for Sam. Who's got more chance of an escape, West Brom or Sheffield United? 
There's a question. Um, I think probably West Brom because Sheffield United have just left it far too late. They are starting to turn it around a little bit, but you know there's so many points behind them, I and mean, they need a win. It probably they can't afford to lose more than three more games. I would say there's 17 games left, and there's still a mile behind. So I would probably say West Brom have got more of a chance, but I, I, I do generally think that the three at the minute now will go down. I can't see, I can't see any any of them three putting a run of form together. And then another team going on yeah. such a disastrous run. You know, I know Newcastle are on a really bad run at the minute, but they picked up a great win against Everton the other day. So, you know, that's a huge win for them. And I still, I think Newcastle end up just picking up enough wins to get away. Yeah. Brighton, fantastic win the other night against Liverpool. And then they beat Tottenham. You know, they've, they've won two in two. So they're looking to pull away. Burnley will always have something in the in their arsenal that come away from that. So I do think the three at the minute are, are down. But what do you I think of uh, Newcastle's business getting that Willigan on loan? What do you reckon of that? Yeah, a good signing for Newcastle. I think I'm not <clears> sure why they went for the centre midfielder when they're just the. They've got the both along staff brothers who I know they haven't done it as well this season, but. You know, develop you develop players you've got at the minute. You know, not sure how how much game time will it go get. To be honest, um, yeah, I'd have rather have seen Newcastle sign maybe in, another centre half because I know they've got a lot of injuries there. Um, yeah, what Newcastle probably want and need is a change of manager. I think that, that that's what they'd have wanted in the transfer window because uh, Bruce hasn't particularly set that on a light, and I know. The fans are, are very much against them at the moment. So I think for Newcastle, a change of manager would have been better than signing Joel Willock. But again, hopefully Willock does well at, at, at Newcastle. I do think Bruce is on the ropes. But again, n- another point for another day, I assume. <laughs> um, so the last transfer that I just want to touch on, um, and I put this on my Twitter the other day, someone's telling me I should put him in my dream team and I don't know what. Jesse Lingard. Mm. Yeah, man of the match um, performance, two goals in his debut. Exactly. I mean, for Jesse again, no Jesse Lingard at Man United. Where where are you going to put him? You know, we had this conversation about um, the best and worst signings, and I said the same about Donny Van der Beek. But where are you going to play Lingard? You know, and it was a perfect opportunity for him to go out on loan. West West Ham are a good side. You know, I, I said they're a great team, but David Moyes is doing a very good job there, um, and. Straight away, two goals in his first game. Fantastic. I mean, the ball should have been saved by the goalkeeper, but you know, you've got to have shots to score and you know, a fair play to him. I quite like Jesse Lingard as a person. I think he's all right, you know, as a footballer, I think he's a little bit overrated. But, um, you know, he was probably one of the first names on the England team sheet, you know, two, three years ago. So it's gone badly wrong for Man United and maybe just needs somewhere to go and be happy, you know, and be happy playing football again. So, you know, fair, fair play to him and best of luck. Uh, I mean, there's someone telling me this. I think he's going to be a really good signing for West Ham. Maybe one of the best signings of this January window. I think he's going to add a different dimension to West Ham's team. Got to remember as well um, that they've just made Sayed Ben Rama's transfer permanent so to get him in on loan. I think yeah. his combination with Ben Rama and Bowen um, with uh, Mikhail Antonio up front. Uh, I think on paper that sounds like a really good like strike force and a, a good attacking line. 
remains to be seen if that's going to be the case. But something's telling me to get him in my dream team. I need to update my I players as well. I think West Ham's best business was um, getting rid of Sebastian Haller for the money that they got. I mean, it was a superb bit of business, that. But he's been absolutely awful for them. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, to get Ben Rama in, Ben Rama's done well, hasn't he? And as you say, Jared Bowen and Miguel Antonio would be perfect foil for Jesse Lingard. So, West Ham and Judah. West Ham will probably make the top eight this season. Probably well, maybe got, push the top six. If you look at five midfielders, you've got Declan Rice and Suchak in the centre. Then you've got that attacking line with Mikhail Antonio up front. Like, on paper, they do have a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can keep up the form, so be it. Um, brilliant. But we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in regards to that. And um, What I want to do, and is I just want to kind of wrap this up. And I just mm-hmm. want you to just give us the assignment to look out for um, from this window going forward in the season. Like I'm who... gonna say I'm gonna go for Josh Manger for Fulham. Uh, I think that's an interesting one. He needs to hit the ground running. They need him to hit the ground running, and it'll be nice to see someone who, uh, you know, was so close to my heart personally. Be nice to see him do well. So that one personally from you know Academy Heart point of view, from my head, Josh King. I think that'll be. I'd honestly think that'll turn out to be a really good sign for Evan. Josh King. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Lingard. Um, because I do think he's going to have to he knows his career is on the line so I think it's going to for me it's Lingard um, what about a head scratcher where you thought why have they signed him um, Matt Ryan Matt Ryan for Arsenal um, not sure about that one at all to be honest yeah I, I'm pretty with you on that one to be honest I don't know why they've signed him I don't know why Brighton's got rid of him. And why Brighton's got I, I rid can't, of him. I can't, Brighton now have Jason Steele on the bench. And that's scary, that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if their goalkeeper gets injured, God help them, because Jason Steele is not a Premier League level goalkeeper. He's not, not championship level goalkeeper. He's absolutely awful. And Matt Ryan was a good backup. Perfect yeah. sign for Arsenal, especially with Leno going to be missing a few games now. It's a great sign for Arsenal. It's strange why Brighton let him go. Yeah, another one though fire as well, which I think is a bit of a head scratcher in my opinion. Jonas Lossell went back. He's went on loan at FC Midland, but Pickford's now injured, so Robin Olsen's coming in. Yeah, they could use Lossell on the Lo- bench. Uh, nah, I think I think Loss- Lossell Lossell's too good to be a third choice goalkeeper at Everton. You know, so I think he needed to go for himself. I don't, I don't think Pickford's injury is that bad. Yeah. It's just like a little bit of a knock, and they'll be alternating with him and Olsen, don't they? So um, I think it was perfect for Lossel to go out on loan. Fair enough. So you're going Josh King as a player to watch out for from this window going forward, eh? Josh, I would say Josh King for the most interesting signing. Um, Josh Madger for the player probably with the most potential, and then Matt Ryan for the um, for the most confusing. Cool. That's more for though why Brighton got rid of him <laughs> than, oh, like. than Arsenal getting. I think it's a perfect signing for Arsenal, but it's a strange one for Brighton. No worries, man. Well, um, that but that about wraps it up for us there, and uh, cheers Wonderful. for joining us today. Um, yeah, no, no problem. Cheers for your input and your insights on the January transfer window. Um, cheers for everyone for listening and we'll be back shortly with uh, another episode for you. Uh, make sure you're just following us on our uh, instagram twitter pages uh got a youtube channel which is in development gonna have some interesting content go out on that um but just keep your eyes peeled get a listen to us on spotify out with music sounder um but and cheers for your time damn it yeah no worries cheers but
Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.